0: This is Dr. Benny Tate, and I would like to thank you for tuning in to this week's message at Rock Springs Church. Wherever you are, I hope this message encourages you and helps you grow in your walk with God. Here's this week's message from Rock Springs Church. I wanna share a verse of scripture with you. It's in Psalms 118, verse 24. This is what the Bible says, this is the day that the Lord had made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord had made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Let us pray. God, thank you for the privilege of opening your word and sharing it. I believe in the Holy Spirit. And so God, I pray that The power of the Holy Spirit would rest upon us. God, it's your spirit that breaks the yoke. It's your spirit that speaks to the hearts of the people. So today, have your will and way. And for all you do, we're going to praise you. For I pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I want to talk to you about make today count. Make today today count a great football coach from days gone by was Paul Bear Bryant he was the great football coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide and it was said that when coach Bryant died they got his wallet and they saw a piece of paper inside of his wallet an article it was tattered you could tell it had some mileage on it The assistant coaches said that each day he would pull this out and he would read this. This is what was found in Coach Bear Bryant's wallet when he died. This is the beginning of a new day. God has given me this day to use as I will. I can waste it or I can use it for good. What I do today is very important. Because I am exchanging a day of my life for it. When tomorrow comes, this day will be gone forever, leaving something in its place I have traded for it. I want it to be gain, not loss, good, not evil, success, not failure, in order that I shall not forget the price I paid for it. I teach my staff. I say, staff, you can come in one day and give about 80%. You can give 70%. But I said, I want you to know something. The next day, you can't give 120% or you can't give 130%. You can't make up for it because it's gone forever. Ben Franklin said, does thou love life? If you do, don't squander time because that's the stuff that life is made of. I want to talk to you about making today count there's four things that I think we need to realize I think the first thing we need to realize is this is ladies and gentlemen today is a provided day today is a provided day see the verse says this is the day that the Lord hath made God has provided us this day yesterday it's history. Tomorrow, it's a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why we call it the present. God has provided us this day. You say, Pastor, that's not a big deal. Oh yes, it is a big deal. Because Lamentations chapter 3 verses 22 and 23 says that God's mercy is renewed upon us every day that this day god renewed his mercy upon us what is mercy it's compassion and forgiveness shown to us i've got good news today is a provided day (laughs) and god has provided us on this day with mercy god has provided us on this day with compassion and forgiveness. I pray that we realize that this day is a provided day. But there's something else. Today also is a present day. The scripture says, this is the day that the Lord had made. It's in the present tense. It's in the present tense. This is the day that the Lord has made we shall rejoice and be glad in it now there's a couple things I see from that first of all i see this God doesn't want you haunted by yesterday God doesn't want you haunted by yesterday pastor what are you talking about here's what I'm talking about you need to let go of the guilt Because Jesus didn't come to rub your sins in. He came to rub them out. Amen? You need to let go of the guilt. Many people listening to me today, you're beating yourself up trying to pay the debt for your sin. When you really just need to let go of the guilt. Tell you something else. Some of you need to let go of the glory pastor what are you talking about well i know when you played high school football that you were captain of the team you need to let go of the glory that's been 45 years ago i I, I know i know you won the, the buggy days beauty pageant but you need to let it go amen You need to let it go. Oh, but Pastor Benny, when I played baseball, let me tell you something I know. You never was the man you used to be, amen? (laughs) We need to let go of the guilt. We need to let go of the glory. And we need to let go of the grudges. We need to let go of the grudges because it doesn't hurt you for people to hate you until you start hating them back. And folks, deep in your heart of hearts, you know whether or not you've let go of the grudge. You know how you feel when the person's name's mentioned. You know how you look when the person's name's mentioned. We need to let go of the guilt. We need to let go of the glory. We need to let go of the grudges. You say, Pastor, how do you do that? Well, Isaiah 53 and 4 tells us that he bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. All of that regret, all of that guilt, all of that grief, ladies and gentlemen, he carried to the cross. And if he carried it to the cross, there's no need in you carrying it. Because he took it to the cross. He nailed it to the cross. All you need to do is take Jesus. Pastor, I, I battle so much shame. Well, look what the Bible says in Hebrews 12. It says he endeared the cross, despising our shame. See, the world says, shame on you. But Jesus said, shame on me. Jesus said, shame on me. Because he said, I took every bit of that shame. And I nailed it to the cross. And what you've got to do is accept what Jesus did on the cross. And not be haunted by yesterday. Anthony Ray Hinton was on 60 Minutes. Anthony Ray Hinton, he spent 30 years on death row for a crime he didn't commit 30 years on death row for a crime that this man didn't commit and most of those days were in solitary confinement but when anthony ray hinton was released for a crime that he didn't commit he was asked do you have bitterness Toward the judicial system? Do you have bitterness toward the prison system? He said, no, no. I don't have bitterness toward anybody. I have forgiven all of them. And he said, the reason why I choose to forgive all of them, they took 30 years of my life away from me. I'm not going to let them take the rest of my life away from me. See, today is a present day. And God said, I don't want you to be haunted by yesterday. Paul said, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind I'm not going to think on those things. And I'm going to reach forth for those things which are before. I'm not going to reflect on the scars. I'm going to reach for the stars. God said, I don't want you to be haunted by yesterday. But I don't want you to have a heaviness about tomorrow. I don't want you to have a heaviness about tomorrow. Now, I was probably maybe raised up a little different than many of you. This is what I can tell you about the way I was raised up. I can never, ever remember my mother or my stepfather ever telling me anything twice. No, no, no. They never said to me, they never told me to do anything twice You say, Pastor Benny, why did you do it immediately? I'll tell you why. Because there was one of these. There was one of these in close proximity to where I was, amen? And my mother's name's Melba Jean, and Melba Jean was patriotic. She believed in the stars and the stripes. She put on the stripes and I saw the stars. Amen. And then that stepfather, man, he'd take you to the woodshed and they'd be bloodshed. I mean, they never told me anything twice. Did you ever think about this? If God tells us something one time, that ought to be enough. But can you imagine, folks, if he tells us, Four times the same thing? Four times he tells us the same thing. Look here. In Matthew 6.25, in Matthew 6.28, in Matthew 6.31, and in Matthew 6.34, four times he says, don't you worry about tomorrow. Don't you worry about tomorrow. I've got a friend that lives in Florida. He's a major, major businessman, all kinds of money, all kinds of resources. But recently, he almost died. Because no matter how much money you've got, it won't keep you here. He almost died, and he's running all these businesses with private planes and just living life, living large. And I called him, and he said, Benny, I almost died. I said, I know you did. He said, I said, what are you doing now? This is what he said. He said, I'm just trying to follow the Bible. I said, that's good. He said, let me tell you what I'm doing. I'm just watching the birds I said you're doing what I said well all you've got going you're telling me he said no no I just watch the birds he said I'm just trying to do what you preach behold the fowls of the air what does that mean it means watch the birds well <laughs> this is deep preaching isn't it <laughs> watch the birds for they sow not neither do they reap they don't gather into barns but your heavenly father feeds them to get this Aren't you much better than the birds? Aren't you much better than the birds? You say, "Well, then, Pastor, I'm I'm concerned about this. I'm I'm concerned about that. I'm concerned about my children. I'm concerned." No, no, no. Watch the birds. And he was very clear. You're better than the birds because this is what I know the birds weren't created in God's image but you were the birds are not God's children but you are Jesus didn't die on the cross for the birds but he did for you the birds are not filled with the Holy Spirit but you are Apparently, some more than others. But anyway, (laughs) he doesn't answer birds' prayers, but he answers your prayers. Here's all I'm trying to say, folks. You said, Pastor Benny, I'm having a tough time. What What do you recommend I do? Watch the birds. because here's what I know today is a provided day today is a present day but today can be a pleasing day today can be a pleasing day now look I don't know the secret to success but I know the secret to failure That's trying to please everybody. But here's what I've learned. If I please God, it doesn't matter who I don't please. But if I don't please God, it doesn't matter who I do please. Now, there's things that'd be nice to do. Uh, uh, I'm going to put some charcoal in a, uh, I've got this propane tank. It's been cut off and I'm going to put charcoal in it and I'm going to do some cooking today. Maybe you exercised. Maybe you, I, I don't know, maybe you went shopping. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you golf. I don't know. I don't know what you're going to do today. Maybe you watch TV. But look here. Wouldn't it be neat to know what are the things that God wants me to do every day? That look, not would be good, but but listen to me very closely, folks. I'm telling you verbatim that God says, you you, 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 you. We're all supposed to do this every day. Here's one thing we're supposed to do every day. Every day, we're supposed to express gratitude. Amen. Go back to the verse. This is the day that the Lord has made. And my responsibility is to rejoice and be glad in it. Now, Wait. You said, Pastor, Psalms 45 verse 2 says this, 145 verse 2, Every day I'll bless thee, and I will praise thy name forever and ever. You say, well, no, Pastor, you said I'm, I'm supposed to express gratitude. You don't understand things are not good. Do you realize after the Jewish people celebrated the Passover, Right after the Passover, they would read a portion of Scripture. They would actually read Psalms 113 through Psalms 118, right after the Passover. So when Jesus celebrated the Passover, instituted the Lord's Supper, was on his way, the cross was imminent. This is what he said. This is the day that the Lord hath made. I'll rejoice and be glad in it. Even if the cross, he saw something to praise God for. I mean, literally, ladies and gentlemen, the hell of the cross. But he said, this is the day that the Lord hath made. I'll rejoice and be glad in it. You say, Pastor Benny, I don't have anything to praise God for. Yes, you do. There's always stuff to praise God for. How do you avoid a victim mentality? I'll tell you how you avoid a victim mentality. is Start looking around you at things that God's done in your life and praise him for what he's done in your life. You say, well, preacher Benny, I can't even pay my bills. Thank God you're not one of your creditors. Amen? Oprah Winfrey said... This is the greatest thing I've ever done. And it just caught my attention. I said, what would be the greatest thing Oprah Winfrey has ever done? And then she said it. I started keeping a gratitude journal. And I write down five things every day that I'm grateful for. And it's the greatest thing I've ever done. I write down five things every day that I'm grateful for it's the greatest thing I've ever done I've been traveling a lot lately and get on an airplane you get there and they people pick you up whoever the the questions always the same did you have a good flight I think bless God I'm here If it was a bad one, I wouldn't be here, amen? Yeah, I had a good one because I'm here. Because there's always something to thank God for. I was at the airport the other day, and they said, is this your final destination? I said, I hope not, amen? I'm just saying there's always something to express gratitude. And God said, every day of your life, you are to express gratitude. He said, there's a second thing every day you're to pray where do you get that pastor uh matthew chapter 6 our father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day look our daily bread our daily bread i got up one morning to rush into the day i had so much to accomplish i didn't have time to pray Problems tumbled about me ever came each task. Why doesn't God help me? He replied you didn't ask I wanted to see joy and beauty, but the day tore on gray and bleak. Why doesn't God help me? He replied you didn't seek I tried to come into God's presence. I used all my keys at the lock But God gently and lovingly chided. Oh my child you didn't knock I got up this very morning I paused before entering the day Ladies and gentlemen, I had so much to accomplish, I had to take time to pray. Every day, express gratitude. Every day, pray. Every day, read your Bible. Where do you get that? Acts 17 and 11. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica, In that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so say, pastor Benny do you understand all the Bible no are there times that you read it and you really don't understand it Mm mm-hmm are there passages that you probably don't can't give a good explanation of I'm sure you gotta be kidding no so you've got all these degrees and you yeah I just told you the truth I've been married for almost 38 years and during that time Barbara has prepared a lot of meals maybe country fried steak fried okra try to eat healthy (laughs) but you know as I process folks I don't know that I can remember a specific every item menu of a meal we've had in all these years I wish I could but I I just can't recall every item of every meal or of any meal but you know what I know from every meal I got strength I got nourishment I got help from every meal this is what I want you to know about the Word of God when you read the Bible whether you realize it or not, it's getting inside you. And it's strengthening you. And it's helping you. And it's giving you insight. And it's giving you wisdom. Oh, folks, the word of God will transform your life. So, so every day, God said every day. No, no, not what Benny Tate said. Not what anybody else said. Let's do what God said. And God said every day, you're to express gratitude. Every day, you're to pray. Every day, you're to read your Bible, and every day, you're in to encourage others. Hebrews 3.13 says, but exhort one another daily. Man, I don't know where to start. You might want to start at home. You might want to start with your mate. You might want to start with your children. There was a little boy who tried out for the Christmas play, but he had some mental challenges. He had developmental challenges, and his mother was apprehensive because he was trying out for the Christmas play at school, and she didn't know how well he would do. And finally, the day that the parts were issued, Johnny came home. And she said, Johnny, which part did you get? He said, Oh, Mama. <laughs> This year, I get to clap and cheer. I just want to ask you something. Who are you clapping and cheering for? Who are you clapping and cheering for? See, the greatest thing that people can do for you is to not give you their wealth. The greatest thing that people can do for you is not give you their wealth, but reveal to you your own. The greatest thing people can do for you is not give you their wealth, but to reveal to you your own and see the gifts and talents and abilities and strengths that God's placed in every one of us and encourage people in those gifted those giftedness today it's provided day today's a present day it's a pleasing day but i'm i'm done with this today is a passing day it's passing Bible says in James 4.14, what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Proverbs 27 and 1 says, boast not the self of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day shall bring forth. Life is just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. Forced upon me, can't refuse it. It's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it. Give an account if I abuse it. Life is just a minute, but eternity's in it. I'll tell you what life is, folks. That's what life is. That's what life is. Life's a roll of toilet paper because it comes off faster as you get to the end of the roll. Amen? It comes off faster as you get to the end of the roll. Stephen Covey was teaching on time management. He had a glass bowl, and he was teaching the students on time management he put these big rocks in the glass bowl (laughs) and then he said to the students can we can we get any more in the bowl and the students said no it's full with the big rocks and then he took pea gravel and poured it around the big rocks he said can we get any more in the bowl and they said oh no we can't get any more in the bowl and then he took sand and poured it in then he said, Can we get any more in the bowl? And they said, No, 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 no more can be put in the bowl. And then he took water and poured it into the bowl. He said, Students, watch the lesson. One boy said, I know the answer. No matter what you're doing, you can always do more. He said, No, that's not the lesson. Here's the lesson if you don't put the big rocks in first, You'll never get them in the bowl. And what we got to do is we got to determine what the big rocks are and make sure you get the big rocks in the bowl. You got to put the big rocks in and let me tell you the biggest rock the biggest rock is faith in Jesus Christ. The biggest rock is your faith faith family but the biggest rock is your faith yesterday at 11 o'clock I close with this let me give you a scripture first 2nd Corinthians 6 and 2 says today is the day of salvation why does it say tomorrow Why does it say next week? Why does it say next month or next year? Because you're not promised next week. And I'm not promised this afternoon. All I've got is this moment. Yesterday at 11 o'clock, it was an emotional day for me. I preached a man's funeral that I'd been his pastor 32 years. when I'd had some low times in my life, he always showed up at my door. He was always there. I go back 30 something years ago. It's some of the lowest times in my, my life. He showed up and I preached his funeral yesterday. It happened to be his birthday. It was his 85th birthday. I had the last words with him, even, even I walked the gurney, I walked the gurney to the ambulance to put him in, to take him to Atlanta. And I'm walking with a gurney and I'm praying and right before they put him into that gurney. He looked at me and he said, Benny, I appreciate you. I said, Leon, I sure do appreciate you too. I preached his funeral yesterday. He's in heaven. But that wasn't my only funeral. I preached another one at 2 o'clock. He was only 23. He was in an automobile accident. He was a wonderful, godly young man. A wonderful, godly young man. They said, Pastor, we want you to know something about him. I said, tell me about it. They said, every night when he went to his bedroom, he YouTubed you. He went to bed every night with you preaching. I said, well, I could see that could be good for sleep. And I preached that young man's funeral, folks, and I wouldn't have done this years ago. I wouldn't have done this years ago. I wouldn't have done it, I'm telling you. But I've got an urgency about me that I've never had before. I've got an urgency about me that I've never had before. But I preached that funeral. And this is what I said to the congregation. Folks, we're all gonna live forever. And by the way, let me tell y'all something today. Watch it online. We're all gonna live forever. But what we've got to decide is where. See, you're gonna live forever, you just gotta decide where you're gonna live forever. And I did something that I probably wouldn't have done years ago. I gave an invitation. And 15 or 20 people prayed to receive Christ at that funeral. Because this is what I know eternity's too long to be wrong. I'm not trying to scare you into anything. All I'm trying to get you to realize is the severity. The severity that you can be here today and you can be gone tomorrow. Because today is a passing day. Today is a passing day. And, friend, I'd do you an injustice. I'd do you an injustice if I didn't challenge you and say, make sure your heart's right with Christ. Because we don't know when we're leaving here. We don't know when we're gonna leave here. Thank you for joining us for this week's message from Rock Springs Church. If you would like more information about Rock Springs, be sure to follow us on social media or connect with us at rockspringsonline.com. Join us right here next week for another message from Rock Springs Church.